All right, there might be a bit of an echo. I'm in the new space, haven't sound treated the walls yet. So uh, things might get a little bouncy. Maybe if I hold the microphone a little bit closer to my mouth, it won't be so bad. We shall see. Whatever. Um, again, I am forced at gunpoint to ask you to do this. Wherever you're listening, please give it a rating. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. Five stars if you want a tax write-off. Or one star if you think we deserve it, which sometimes we do. Um, and I say we, even though I'm the only one doing this. It should be called the Valley Boy Podcast, as it's been for uh, whatever, the last year and a half. Um, all right. Welcome to episode number Who Gives a Shit of the Valley Boy. I am your host, Dave Weasel. Let's get this over with. So I had a strange encounter this week. All right. I was at the condo and th they got strict rules about smoking. All right. It's worse than when you're in high school and that groundskeeper Willie that's always hanging around every school would, you know, they, they'd round you up if the smoke as much as lofts onto school property. All right. It's like that at the at this condo place. All right. And I'm on strike six, I think, you know, so I got to I got to I got to play it cool. All right, so I'm walking to the, to the street off the property, but I had a cigarette in my mouth, all right? The plan was to light it once I'm off property, but you know what? I saw a car running in the entranceway, so I made, like, a big deal of palming the cigarette. Like, you know when you're caught making eye contact with somebody, so you look in, like, seven different directions, so you stupidly think the other person thinks you're just randomly doing that, like a, like a squirrel on meth, and you just happen to catch your gaze? Okay, a bit of an overcorrection. Um, that's, that's what I was doing. I just palmed the cigarette to be like, look at this. The cigarette isn't even lit because I'm doing this <laughs> with my fist. Whatever. I can't get to strike seven. Um, so the thing is, I didn't really look at the car uh, or who was in it. But as I happened to pass by, I noticed that there were two people in there fucking. All right? Weird. Um, but what's particularly weird about this is that um, they were both not just in the front, but in the driver's seat. Okay? That's a young man's game right there. He's got to be in good shape to do that, like a like an NFL wide receiver draft pick. Um, when you're at my age, 38, that's just impractical, okay? Aside from, you know, uh, probably a bit of performance anxiety, um, a space that small would just hurt my back and cramp my legs. And uh, they were positioned there, and that's all I could really see was uh, the girl's knees and the guy's naked ass just pumping up and down, like rigorously, you know? And thank God that's all I saw. I didn't want to catch an eyeful of a, you know, a couple of testicles or some bouncing beef. So at least, at least, uh, it was just the full moon in orbit, you know? Um, uh, but that's how you know that guy's in good shape. A, the driver's seat we talked about with the steering wheel right at his butt. Um, B, the perform, the ability to perform under any circumstances. Okay. Got to be in good shape for that. And of course, just how fast he was going. All right. He was like a, like a white trash Olympic triathlonist. Okay, all he needs to do is slam a PBR and he's good. But that's the weird thing, right? This was in Newport Beach. There's no trash people here. Well, actually, that's kind of my Heisenberg moment. I am the trash of the neighborhood, you know? Like, oh, I barfed on that corner and that one and uh, right where you're standing. Uh, seriously, I'm the worst guy here. But uh, I'm not going full hog in a, in a parked SUV, all right? Now, again, another strange aspect of this is that they were both fully naked. Okay, seems a bit unnecessary. Um, that's what I wonder, um, what this whole situation is about. Okay. Cause it's like 5 PM on a Saturday. Uh, so that gives us some options if we want to go all Nancy Drew about it. You know, maybe it's a Tinder date that gone, that, that went pretty well, you know, or, or more like an Ashley Madison date where they're both married and can't go to either one of their houses, but full hug naked though, bro. That takes some preparation. You know, it takes more preparation to do that than it does to choose the spot because obviously they didn't know the area very well. A lot of foot traffic. Um, 
the only it seems like the only thought they really put into it is um, that it's off the main road, but still where everybody's walking in and out of. So maybe they wanted to get caught, you know, like they're uh, exhibitionists. They were just naked. They fucking drove off naked when they were done. You know, I went to the corner, lit my cigarette. I made sure not to even turn my head in that direction because I don't want that kind of confrontation, you know, either with a guy or my future nightmares. But I did see they were both naked and laughing as they drove off. And lousy fornicators. Yeah, that's probably their thing. Maybe they're like, you know, porn stars where they got like a a channel where it's, you know, stepbrother parks stepmother's SUV and gives it to stepsister in public. God, God, I hope not. Because then you'll see a fat bullfrog looking dude in the background walking by with an unlit cigarette in his hand, you know, who's also in dire need of a haircut, which I also got. Um, you know what's weird uh, about that whole step family thing? Okay. One day, all the videos on these adult sites started saying that, you know, all the descriptions. I don't, I don't think that's an accurate, an accurate reflection of what people are actually into. Okay. They could call it like, here's a video on how to fold a fitted sheet, you know, and it'll still get just as many views or even click here. If the Holocaust never happened, just as many views, as long as the, as the thumbnail has some titties on it, you know? Like, who the fuck gets stuck in a washing machine anyway? That doesn't make boners happen faster. It's just kind of puts a weird association with folding socks. It's weird that it was in Orange County and not somewhere like Reseda. You know, different worlds. We've talked about this many, many a time. Um, in Orange County, I, uh, I heard this woman asking her kid which toy store he wanted to go to. And he just started yelling back that the one he wanted isn't even in this complex. And the mom was apologizing. Now in Reseda, a kid asked his mom to go to a toy store and she responded by yelling at him in Spanish. You know, maybe those kids were conceived in a big SUV. <laughs> but you know what? I just got a haircut in Reseda by a young man who did not speak English. And, I, and I'm not saying that in any sort of uh, pejorative way. He, he did not speak English. And I kind of motioned to take it off the sides and do the swoop thing on the top. And he's like, yeah, I got it. And sit in the chair and I do. And uh, next thing I know, there's a, there's a straight razor. Um, shaving bald the sides and back of my head. I think he just saw me and thought, all right, got to get this gringo ready to storm the Capitol. Cause that's what he did. He gave me that kind of, uh, you know, uh, that hipster Hitler youth kind of look, you know, the proud boys, you know, it's supposed to be a classic haircut that got appropriated by the wrong people. Anyways, now I got to, when I wear a hat, it looks like I'm bald. <laughs> I got to, uh, like, the, the hair that does, um, that is on the top, I have to kind of stick it through the front of the hat so people know I'm not just bald. Whatever. Whatever. Fornicating in public. You know what? That's not even the first time I saw people doing that. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I, uh, um, I briefly posted about the SUV step siblings on my story. Um, uh, when I posted, a, I shared a screenshot from 10 years ago with my conversation of the owner of a bar in Winnipeg called The Zoo. Okay, it's a legendary punk rock and uh, kind of a metal club in Winnipeg. I did an open mic comedy night there every week in their basement bar. Uh, Aussies, it was called. But we called it Lolzies. Jesus. Uh, the place uh, ended up getting torn down after I moved to the United States and converted into a gas station or a swingers club. Anyways, the text in there, uh, it shows me snitching. I said, there's two people fucking behind the vendor. And the owner of the bar replies, Nice. So that's the kind of establishment this is. I replied, you know, ha, ha, ha. And he says, what are you doing back there? And I just put watching, which I wasn't for the record. 
Okay, I'm not an exhibitionist like the SUV fornicators. Okay, maybe a maybe a hotel with the curtains open, you know, if it's up high enough, but that's it. So anyways, he replies that he, he calls me a weird kid and told me not to break any more bottles back there. Man, man, I got so many stories about that place. Everybody does if you've been in Winnipeg and played in bands or whatever. Someone's write a book about that, the zoo and Aussies. Not me, though. Maybe I can get ChatGBD to do it. All right, guys, so we're deep in the belly of summer now, and I know some of you want some of that tasty, easy-to-make meals to keep you going stronger in those sun-soaked active days. Well, guess what? Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit has your back. No more worrying about cooking when you're knee-deep in summer fun. With Factor, you can kiss those extra trips to the grocery store goodbye. Nobody's got time for all that chopping and prepping and cleaning up. Their fresh, never-frozen meals are ready to roll in just two minutes. That's convenience. Let me tell you, the flavor train doesn't stop there. These meals are the real deal. Packed with high-quality ingredients like broccolini, leeks, and asparagus. It's fancy. You'll have over 34 restaurant-quality options each week, from bruschetta shrimp risotto to green goddess chicken and even grilled steakhouse filet mignon. Your taste buds will be living their best life. Now, if you're zooming around all day and don't have time to think about lunch, no worries. They've got you covered with lunch to go. Wholesome grain bowls and salad toppers that are ready to eat when you're on the move. No microwave needed, baby. Oh, and for you calorie-conscious folks out there, they've got calorie-smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. So, you can indulge without the guilt. And listen to this. If you need an extra boost to support those summer wellness goals, try the Protein Plus meals. They pack a mighty 30 grams of protein or more per serving. That's some serious fuel. The best part? Factor's got something for everybody. Whether you're keto, a calorie smart, vegan, veggie, or protein hungry, they've got a menu tailored just for you. Prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, these meals will keep you full and satisfied all day long. You can mix it up and add protein to select vegan and veggie meals each week, so the options here are endless. And hey, they're not just about meals. Factor's got you covered with add-ons like apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and potato and bacon and egg skillet. Breakfast, baby. Worried about sustainability? Well, fear not. Factor is an eco-friendly champion. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions, use 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices, and even feature sustainably sourced seafood. Bravo! So, this July, let Factor take the hassle out of eating well. Pick your meals and voila! Fresh, flavor-packed goodness delivered straight to your door, ready in just two minutes. No mess, no fuss, no problems. Say hello to Easy Breezy Summer Dining. Head to factormeals.com slash valleyboys50 and use code valleyboys50 to get 50% off. That's valleyboys50 at factormeals.com slash valleyboys50 to get 50% off. Nice. What's funny is, uh, so the SUV people, that's not even the first time I caught people fucking in public. Um, it was actually when I was 11. I guess uh, I encountered that once a decade, you know? It was at the zoo in my, in my 20s, okay? Uh, the girl stuck in the washing machine in the SUV in my 30s. But the first time happened in a schoolyard when I was 11, 
Okay, it was in the summer, you know. We were visiting my my aunt and my cousin in, in on a southern Ontario road trip. Uh, I think I talked about in the last episode. You know, the kind of road trips where it was before iPads, and all you could do was count telephone poles. You go visit your aunts and uncles and cousins, and you just have a blast. Anyways, um, you always have that one cousin with like three pet rabbits, you know. Well, one day we went to uh, we went to the schoolyard to kind of you know sit on some swings and talk about those pet rabbits, and I kind of wandered off behind one of those portable classrooms they have, you know. And on the little patio there, there was a a lady in a summer dress riding on top of a dude with long hair, and um, they were probably teenagers, but. You know, a 15-year-old is like, when you're 11, looks like someone ready for a mortgage. So, I don't know. Thankfully, that's all I saw. Um, when you're, again, when you're 11, you know about fornicating, but you really don't, you know? And this is on the cusp of the whole internet porn being a thing, um, in, especially in Canada. Uh, if, if you knew someone in 1996 with a computer and the internet, you know, those titties are loading just one bump on the areola at a time. So... I was already quite naive and barely even had my first boner. So I don't know what's going on, but I go running back to the swings to report what I just saw. And strangely, uh, they cut across, they cut across not far from us. And we all made those sex noises at them, you know, cause we're shitty, but also, um, I didn't really know what sex noises were. So I just started hollering like a spider monkey, you know, and, uh, they were, they were chill about it. Just walked by. Ignoring us uh, until the long-haired fella flipping us off. Man, I wonder if they're still together. Nah, dude, they gotta both be in jail for sure. (laughs) Oh, wait, there was one time I was on the... Okay, one more public fucking story. Uh, I was on the... And I don't even know if that's what it was. I was on one of those uh, buses or a train, you know, and um, I'm looking down and I see a a pickup truck and this young fella's driving it with with a lady on his lap. Okay, that's odd enough as it is. I don't know what was going on. Okay, I don't know what the what the what the penis situation was, but again, it was with a with a summer dress, and you know that expression, uh, summer dresses, uh, spring babies. Maybe they were going for one of those. I don't know, but uh, it was odd that a woman would be sitting on a guy's lap and it not be a pervert thing. So, but again, I don't know because I didn't see anything. There's, I didn't see any bouncing. I didn't see any wiggling. But maybe they were just trying to. Stay in the carpool lane. Whatever, man. Just says, okay, what's my paper say? DoorDash. DoorDash creeps. Okay, so yeah. Um, I'm seeing a lot of stories about food delivery people hitting on the customers. Time and place, dudes. Okay? I'm not, I'm not necessarily opposed to people shooting their shot to someone, you know, while they're working. But only in the most innocuous and polite way, you know? Like leaving your number on a receipt. And you're long gone and you leave it up to them. Okay, and you'll probably stop doing it after three times because you're not getting that text. But man, DoorDash, Uber Eats, these ladies are at, are at home in their pajamas trying to get that Taco Bell. You know, there's there's no way not to be creepy about it is what I'm saying, you know. And what are you, what are you even going to say? You know, hey, I noticed your order had extra spice just like you. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. That might be a little funny, but come on, man. It's not a meat cute from a movie. We talked about this shit before. And uh, the customer chat is not sliding into the DMs, you know? Dropped off your food. Let me know if you want to get on this spicy noodle. <laughs> Fuck. Don't say shit like that. I would be, I would be the worst pervert, man. Uh, see, when you guys, when, when, when guys get hit on a woman that they're not interested in, it's either annoying or it's funny. You know, it's just like, ah, look at this fucking, no. Um, 
you know, that's kind of awful, but hey, that's the way it goes. Um, it's the same for women, but they're also thinking in the back of their mind, this could be a person that gets me a story on a true crime podcast, you know, like that, that stalker woman I told you about from a few episodes ago that would, she was following me around and filming me. And I thought she's going to cut off my face and wear it as a mask. Okay. It's like that from women at any time a dude hits on them. That's in the back of their mind, but whatever. And when you meet them at their house, you know, when they're just trying to oink out on some chicken wings, you know, that thought gets pushed to the front. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm not saying you're going to murder her if you're doing that. You probably won't. And I'm not at all white knighting here either. You know, like if you see a girl in the grocery store or whatever, and you'd like to see her somewhere else, go ahead, but give it the elevator pitch. You know, you're in and you're out. Ask for coffee. That's the least creepy way to go about it. And everybody knows what that means. Okay, coffee is the first step to doing a sex on each other. So set the bar low with that. The outcome's going to change for you if you lower your expectations and keep your spicy noodle to yourself. <laughs> that isn't to say that women can't be creepy or aggressive. Man, okay, one time, a, a, a very close friend of mine, who I will not name because pff, I'm a good friend. I'm a, I'm a good enough friend not to do that, but a shitty enough friend to still point this out on the podcast, all right? So he was getting very aggressively hit on by a woman during the pig scramble, okay? The pig scramble is when the lights come on at the bar and everyone's trying to, you know, pervert on someone to do the fornication with because you got your expectations lowered, you know? It's now or never. Well, he caught this one lady's eye who was not taking no for an answer, okay? Not that he was saying no exactly either, okay? But we're outside... And, you know, he's announcing that uh, he's going to go home with her. And I knew he would regret it. And he was giving me a weird look like, I need to be rescued here, you know? And she was pretty sloppy. Now, I don't mean that in a shallow physical way, but it coincidentally happens to also be in a shallow physical way. And, you know, he's kind of taking my advice. He's like, yeah, 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 I'm just going to go home by myself. But she's, she's not taking that advice. You know, she's got, she's got the hornies real bad. She's got his phone in her hand with the, with the Uber app open and she's pressing the home button like a whack-a-mole you know she's trying to get to that fornicating as fast as possible i'm sure she's not a predator you know she's trying to get her titties honked and i'm cock blocking her my friend says he'll be fine and off they go well the next day he says he woke up with his clothes on and she was already gone i said phew dodged a bullet there because i'm a good friend i know he's lying but i don't say anything because i'm a good friend I guess that's some dating advice is don't be creepy or aggressive, you know? Now, and for the guys, okay, I got some real good advice for you. Don't make a big deal when a girl takes a gnarly dump, okay? Don't be like, hey, we need to have a serious conversation. Sit down. She goes, oh, okay, what is it? And don't say, I need to ask you something serious. Do you have butt drama? Don't ask if she has butt drama. Women like to pretend that they never take dumps. And when you walk into the bathroom after her, don't make a big deal like it's a crime scene. Don't say anything at all because she sure as shit won't say anything either. Just pretend it never happened. You'll lose that battle. Okay, don't pretend to like it either. That's probably way worse. But don't think it's like other issues where you got to pick a time and place to bring it up, you know? Like, like you're driving somewhere and you say, do you have something wrong with your ass? Because, because that last dump you took peeled the paint off the walls. Don't do it. And if you're at a restaurant, don't say, mm, should you be eating that? Actually, don't say that ever for any reason. 
but especially don't follow it up with, because the last time you ate that, you took a nuclear dump so bad, I had to have a cigarette after smelling it. All right, this is getting fucking gross. It's our time out. All right, we're going to cap it there, I think. Um, again, give it a good rating if you like it. Give it a bad rating if you hate it. I can take it. Make sure you're following us online at Valley Boys Podcast on Instagram, at Valley Boys Pod on Twitter. I am at Dave Weasel on both. I am at Dave Weasel on threads. I think the Valley Boys are on there, too. It's at Valley Boys Podcast. Um, thanks a lot for listening. We're going to have a better sound going next week with the, with the sound panels on the wall. Got a new everything. I got this desk, if you can hear it. It goes down. It goes up. I can stand when I do this shit. Right now, I'm choosing to sit because I have both options. You know, I got that desk with a button. I got both options. All right. From... Orange County, California, not receded for the time being. Good night.